Hometown headlines, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're in agreement on that one. Yeah, this is our first go at this. I don't know how it's gonna be, but we're gonna do our best. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and introduce myself. Um, we're gonna go around the table and introduce ourselves. The Hometown Headlines podcast is gonna be hosted by the staff of the Guyman Daily Herald. So, let's do this. <coughs> okay, my name is Shay Martin. I am the advertising executive and the publicity liaison of the Guyman Daily Herald. So, basically, if you need any marketing or need the Guyman Daily Herald at any of your events, I'm your girl. Um, what about me should you know? I'm 22 years old. I've been with the paper since November 2019. I graduated in May from Arizona State University with a degree in media analysis and business. Basically, that's where this this little job here is right up my alley with with the newspapers. So that's me. Um, who wants to go next? I'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Kaylee Connor. I'm a general assignment reporter here at the Guyman Daily Herald. I am a 2020 graduate from Oklahoma Panhandle State University where I studied marketing and English. And I've been here since December of 2019. Hi y'all, my name is Annette Gandara and I am to a general assignment reporter for the Guyman Daily Herald. I am currently a senior at Oklahoma Panhandle State University, and I have been here since March of 2020. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm Tiffany Bohannon. I'm the sports reporter for the Guyman Daily Herald. I've been here for going on four months, I think, four months. About, yeah. And um, my passion is sports. I'm also a personal trainer, and I'm just excited to see what this job can bring. Yeah, going to keep us all fit here. Okay, I love <laughs> that for us. Somewhat. Okay, so basically what we're going to do here at Hometown Headlines, basically we're just going to be doing a little chit-chat session of the biggest headlines of the week. Keep everyone informed who may not um, pick up the stories in the paper every week or may just miss something online. Yeah, you know, and it's just something a little bit more accessible for those who like to listen while they drive or while you clean your house or mm-hmm. anything like that. Yeah, just sit in on the newsroom conversations every week i think this first week is pretty exciting um here in the newsroom considering there was a shooting last night unfortunately at the sunset via apartments the sports reporter actually responded to that she was the first one to catch wind of that yes so um, tiffany do you want to kind of tell us what you saw yeah i was at my house and one of my friends just shoot me a text and said hey i think you need to come down here at the sunset via apartments um i was told that there was three people that were shot um of my knowledge i know there was one shooter um they couldn't really give me a lot of information because it's under investigation so i really don't know a lot but they had tape on scene and i mean there was just a bunch of people out there it's kind of crazy for guy in oklahoma so it was interesting to see uh i just hope everybody's okay and so yeah i think I think actually today the police department just about an hour ago put out a press release. They said that there were three shooting suspects and they got away in a white truck or something like that. Yeah, on the scanner last night they were like looking up and down 9th Street, which is 9th and Sunset is where it happened. So they were like looking up and down. The cops were kind of on foot, I think. Yeah, they were on foot. I took several pictures of just the scene. 
Um, there was a lot of police officers. There was an ambulance that was there shortly, and then um, a fire truck as well. Okay. So, I I knew that um, people had been taken to the emergency room. There were no fatalities. No, correct? No, no, there was just injuries. I did see. This is kind of Facebook warriors. We can't use this officially in any kind of reporting, but there is rumor that somebody did have to get flown out. <clears throat> Two people were just oh, treated really? at the ER here. But according to the Guyman or yeah, the Guyman Police Department press release that just came out, there was one guy with a gunshot wound mm-hmm. um, transported by a private vehicle to the hospital here. Oh, and that's okay. all their that's press all release said. said. Yeah. Huh. huh. Yeah, there were several people <clears throat> that were in and out of the parking lot. So, I mean, I stood away there for most of the time I was there. But yeah, there was a lot of, I mean, it was busy. I'm pretty sure they were pulling all the tags of everyone oh, yeah, at the apartment complex last night. We're going to be reaching for those details on the shooting and more detailed stories are obviously going to come to our website and our print edition. So be sure to pick that up. If not, we will update you guys in next week's episode if anything new comes of it. Typically, they don't give out information until after the investigation is closed and that could be an indefinite amount of time. Yeah. So. They couldn't give me much information. So, moving on to Guyman Public Schools actually had to place an employee on leave for inappropriate behavior. That was yesterday. Yesterday. So, the 15th of September, 2020. Mm -hmm. It's not the first time. Yeah, so (laughs) I I guess the school received a complaint of inappropriate behavior involving an employee and they immediately notified the police department and there's um, been an ongoing investigation ever since the employee was placed on administrative leave and since the investigation's still ongoing there's no more details known currently at this time people are really mad about this because they're not saying what school it happened at what age group um the nature of the inappropriate behavior which i think is kind of scary in the world of hashtag save the children which is terrifying Mm -hmm. so I mean I know everyone's mind is going there it's just a very vague statement yeah which I don't I can understand why because if the statement turns out to be untrue you don't want to you know leave that label on someone forever but it's just, it's just kind of scary. There's several rumors going around, so I don't know. As there always are. Yeah. But we will be reporting on that when we know more and can confirm the information. If there is going to be an investigation, any court dates, things like that. Obviously, we're not going to comment on the rumors or anything of that nature, but that is something we're going to be following here at Guyman Daily Herald. And on the topic of Guyman Public Schools, I have kind of a list of major bullet points of topics that were covered during the school board meeting on Monday, September 14th. So last week, the junior high and high school actually moved to an alternating schedule. They call it the AB schedule. So only half of the student body in the junior high and the high school are actually attending in-person classes each day, but all the students are attending virtual learning on Wednesdays. So that happened. And ever since that, Superintendent Angela Rhodes reported that cases have declined and um, that the AB schedule is working at containing COVID-19. 
That's good. Um, I mean, we've had sources come to us about the school's handling of COVID-19, which obviously, like I said, we can't report on rumors or anonymous sources because they are not credible technically, even if they are. If we can't state who it is, we can't um, report on it. We can't use it. Yeah. So it's good to know that the cases are declining with their efforts here because I know that was a concern for some earlier in the year, still very early in the year, but They've also got 350 hotspot internet devices that they're distributing to their totally virtual students so that they all have access to the internet to get their classwork done. The board approved the purchase of a new bus, which they said will cost upwards of $250,000 for the school. Oh my gosh, who knew buses were so expensive? Also, Gaiman Physical Therapy and Wellness was chosen to provide athletic training services for Gaiman athletes to provide their treatment at home and away games. A contract was also approved with BOK Financial Securities to provide financial advice. They're kind of going through, from what I understand from attending the meeting, they just approved a five-year strategic plan. So from what I understand, they're trying to kind of restructure and kind of get themselves back on track to accomplish the goals that they want to accomplish within the next five years. And um, a lot of those things involve uh, things like bond securities and um, just managing their finances better. So they're on track to do that. And they also approved their financial needs for the fiscal year of 2021. Nice. Love a good update on the schools. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, do you want to kind of give us a rundown of sports? sports. Okay, yeah. Um, in the sports world, like this past weekend and this upcoming week, um, the Guyman Tigers high school football team lost to Elk City. 68 to 13. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Sad day. Um, the Guymans Elementary 5th and 6th grade football team actually beat the Hooker Bulldogs uh, Monday afternoon. It was pretty cute to watch those kids. I win for the Tigers. But also, this Friday, September 18th, Guyman High School will take on Hugoton for their first home game at 7 o'clock. So go out and show them some support. I actually got a chance to interview Gannon Wallace at his practice um, Thursday, right before they play Hugoton on Friday, and um, here's what he said. Hello everybody, this is Tiffany Bohannon. I'm a sports reporter for the Guyman Daily Herald. I am here at Guyman's high school football practice, and I'm going to do an interview. Um, I am interviewing... Gannon Wallace. Okay, so Gannon, um, tell me a little bit, how do you feel about the game against Elk City? Uh, I think it's just a learning experience. You know, we just can't let things get out of hand like that. We have to make sure and trust our coaches with all of our reads and everything because these guys definitely know what they're talking about. They're some of the best coaches in the country, in my opinion. Oh, wow. Okay. That was nice. Okay. Um, let them know what position do you play, Gannon? I play right tackle. Right tackle. Okay. So um, for the upcoming season, what can we look forward to? Uh, I think we're just going to play with more of a chip on our shoulder than we have in the past. Okay, um, against Hugoton, tell me a little bit what you guys are going to try to do to uh, beat them. Uh, we're just going to come out, we're going to play fast and hard, and we're just going to let our games do the talking. Okay, um, if you could say, if anything, who, who do you think will be the toughest matchup that you guys have to play this year? Um, I would probably have to say Carl Albert being defending state champions. Okay, okay so um, as you in your position, Tell me what we're going to see from you this game, this upcoming game against Hugoton. Um, just my fundamentals a lot better. 
playing a lot faster than I have in the past. Okay, sounds good. Well, thank you, Gannon, for your time and good luck. Thank you. And then um, OPSU plays their next game September 19th at Canyon against WT at 7 o'clock p.m. So if you want to go travel, go show them some love. Um, Wear your mask. Yeah. And Danica Portillo, <laughs> I actually games? picked to be the athlete of the week. Um, she's a senior at Guyman High School and plays for the varsity volleyball team. She's great to watch. She's very coachable, very talented. She has the height, and I can definitely see her like playing college ball somewhere. So, yeah, check out, out that, for her. That, yeah, check out that interview with Danica in the Thursday edition of GDH. Yeah. The um, September seventeenth edition. Yes. And mm-hmm. also, I take pictures at most of the games. So, if you want to go to our website, GuymanDailyHerald.com. Um, there's a lot of pictures there that you can get of your kids, of your family, of your friends. So go check out the website as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's that covers <coughs> it for sports this yeah. week. Sweet. Very cool. <coughs> Kaylee did an interview today with Congressman Frank Lucas. Yes, so. I did. So that was um, a little bit less like an interview and more like kind of a kind of a spitfire with the congressman. He just sat on the phone for about 30 minutes and gave a really quick rundown of a lot of the things that are happening in the White House that directly involve Guyman. So first he started talking about some of the current happenings in the White House and um, as they're passing appropriation bills as they move towards the fiscal year of 2021, which begins October 1st, uh, one of the biggest things going on with that is the ongoing negotiations for another COVID-19 relief package. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi actually proposed a $3.5 trillion coronavirus relief package. And um, Lucas and other Republicans in the Senate are trying to talk her down to something closer to half a trillion. We're at a point in time, Kaylee, where instead of the 12 regular appropriation bills, each clearing the House, the Senate, a conference committee, going to the president for a signature, there's not enough time for that because Speaker should have brought us back weeks and weeks earlier to do that. So what we'll wind up with is something called a CR, a continuing resolution. It will fund the federal government at this year's levels until sometime in the near future. Right now, uh, the White House and the Senate have been talking about a temporary funding bill to keep everything funded at this level until after the November election or perhaps into December. Now, will there be a COVID package added on to the CR? Up until now, the speaker has demanded a $3.5 trillion bill, and that's more than the White House or the Republican Senate majority or even the Republican minority members like myself in the House that thinks appropriate. That's, that's a massive amount of money. Right. So what the Senate Republicans have basically offered is a half a, half a trillion dollars, uh, and we'll see if Speaker Pelosi is serious. She'll come down off the $3.5 trillion number, and we'll see where we wind up and if it's attached uh, to the CR. So that's out there. That's the, the big picture sense. So he talked a lot about rural health care and the CARES Act funding that have gone directly toward organizations in Guymon. COVID-19 has had such an effect on on Texas County and the Panhandle, and for that matter, all of the livestock processing industry from from 
Texas Panhandle across through Oklahoma up into western Kansas and eastern Colorado might be to look at some of the rural health care issues. Now, in the big COVID package, there was something called the Provider Relief Fund, which I voted for, uh, which was designed to provide billions of dollars to help health care providers step up and meet the needs of the onslaught of the pandemic. $949 million of that money went to Oklahoma hospitals and health care providers. And looking at it from the perspective of, of, of the Guyman community, I mean, there was $10,000 for the city of Guyman. There was $325,000 that went to one of the nursing homes. Uh, one of the drugstores got $40,000. One of the health care centers got $228,000. Texas, the Memorial Hospital of Texas County got $3,633,000. So basically, almost $4.5 million coming in to, to Guyman to help address this. Necessary money, because if you look at how important Guyman and the panhandle of Oklahoma are to the food supply chain in this country, making sure that people could go to work, keep the feedlots going, keep the packing facilities going, critically important. So almost $4.5 million go into there. So in total, Guyman has received $4,422,902 of CARES Act funding. And that has all gone toward the city of Guyman, the Heritage Community Nursing Home, Guyman Clinic Pharmacy, and Panhandle Counseling and Health Center. Wow, I, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I had no <clears throat> idea about that. That's great. I'm yeah. glad. Guyman's been a bit of a hot spot, so I'm glad. Yeah. Something that he kind of tied in with that was um, the importance of rural health care ties into the important role that the Oklahoma Panhandle plays in the food supply chain. So it's important that we have good health care out here so that all of our workers can be healthy so that we can produce meat for the rest of the country and the rest of the world. So he gave um, a, also a rundown of some of the things that he's doing and he and his cohorts are doing in the White House to help protect that food chain, which you can read more about that in Friday's paper. I'll have an article on this interview in Friday's paper. That's basically it for this week's hometown headlines. I mean, Guyman is not the craziest place for news. <laughs> um, so with that said, what we have planned for this podcast is, um, of course, we're going to cover the, the headlines of the week, but if there is not tons to cover, we are going to include interviews with community members, um, look back on cold cases um, in the area. I always think that's super interesting. Um, and yeah basically that's what we have to look forward to um what else do you guys um i'll also be trying to get interviews with coaches and players as well um that i can share on here with you guys so that'll be fun um yeah interviews after the game yeah or Um, even before the game or before mm -hmm. yeah get their get their feelings and then story will be about the turnout so this will be a nice addition to your weekly local news um, I hope that you guys enjoyed listening to us ramble. Yeah, over thank here. you guys so much for <laughs> thank you so tuning much for in. Listening. Thank you. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>